Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Katrina Fava, and this is Messy Adventures in Living. Did I say that already? Um, so uh, welcome from wherever you are. Thank you for joining us all around the world today in the future. Um, thanks for listening. We are, um, well, it's, it's, is this your first time? Is this your first time listening to Messy Adventures in Living? If it is, where have you been? Um, let me introduce myself a little bit and let you know um, what I'm like. So <clears throat> my name is Petrina. I am a person who does a whole bunch of messy things. Um, I like to play in a lot of different ways in my life. And like I like to have a whole bunch of things going on all at once. So I live in Toronto, Canada. I am a registered nurse here. I'm a pediatric nurse. I really like to work with kids. I do that part-time. I also teach nursing um, part of the time. I am also an access consciousness bars and body process facilitator. I've been playing with the tools of this really cool modality called Access Consciousness for about six or seven years now. I really love to facilitate classes in this area, and I like to play with the tools in my own life to create more fun and see what shows up and get into more messy adventures all the time. Um, I'm also an author. I um, am an author of two books. One of them is called Creations, Conscious Con uh, Fertility, Conception, Pregnancy, and Birth. I'm one of a collection of amazing women who have contributed to this. Um, that's all about fertility, uh, pregnancy, birth, um, n being pregnant, not being pregnant, um, choosing not to have children, choosing children, choosing to adopt, choosing to have abortion, um, birthing, all kinds of things. It's an amazing book full of magical stories of um, creation. You can find it on Amazon.com or .ca. If you know anyone who might be interested in creating a family, starting a family, um, or just creating a girl, or even if you don't know anyone who is doing any of those things, still a totally awesome book with a bunch of great tools in it to change your life. <clears throat> Excuse my voice. I'm also an author of a very cool book called Possibilities in Parenting. Um, <clears throat> Possibilities in Parenting, which is a very awesome book uh, about using um, it, it's about using tools that are really outside the box with parenting. And if you have kids or you work with kids or even if you don't and you ever were a kid or you've ever had parents, this book will change your life. Um, very different look at um, how to 
relate to kids, um, a different ideas about what parenting is and isn't. My particular chapter is called Toolbox for Bullied Kids, which is all about using the tools of this modality called access consciousness to um, change the way we look at bullying. So if you're interested, check it out, Possibilities in Parenting on Amazon.com. So, <clears throat> we our show today is called Consciousness Constipation. Lighten up. This shit is funny. And we are expecting Katie Rubin to join us any minute now. And I will tell you a little bit about what we're going to talk about. You ready? So, have you been afraid to laugh about spirituality in case you might offend the gods? or offend the universe, invoke the devil with your jokes? Are you trying really hard to get consciousness right? Have you been studying metaphysics? Do you think spirituality is no laughing matter? Oh, please, lighten up. Joy changes the world. Silly, not straight-faced seriousness. You're invited to join me today in releasing your constant with my guest, comedian Katie Rubin, as we laugh and change the world together. So are you guys on board or what? So while we or wait for Katie, I'm going to um, just ask you what comes up for you around this topic. Um how how many have you studied other modalities? Um, before I learned about, I did study Reiki and um, I liked it a lot. I also was wondering. I I could I had a hard time meditating. I, I couldn't keep my mind quiet. And then I found these tools of access consciousness. And one of the things that I was drew them to me right away and that I loved about them right away was that A, people swore all the time. <laughs> people were dropping F-bombs and S-bombs always. And it was it just made me laugh. I thought it was the best. And people laughed. Like people in, were in classes with me or videos that I watched they were like laughing and saying stupid, funny shit and just were extremely joyful. But there was a lot of laughing and a lot of almost poking fun at yourself. And so that just drew me in right away because I was not interested in the seriousness of spirituality. I like to have fun. Um, so what comes up for you around spirituality and do you were you taught as a kid? So I was taught as a kid about blasphemy and sacrilegious and not making fun of God. I grew up Catholic, and like you would never say anything, you would never talk about Jesus or God or anyone else. Um, and so, you know, where have you bought the idea that? making a joke about spirituality or making jokes about metaphys metaphysics is sacrilegious or that you might offend someone or that you might invoke um, 
some kind of evil if you were to make fun of, you know, Buddha or God or Jesus. And how much creation are you cutting off in your life by not inviting joy and by not inviting laughter? So is is I think I have someone on the line. Is there someone there? Yes, Katrina. Hello, Christine. You. Hi, darling. So Christine is joining I'm wonderful. Us. Christine is joining us from London. Is that correct? London, England. Yes. London, England, not London, Ontario. This day. (laughs) (laughs) So, thanks for hopping on while we wait for Katie. But you know what? I love that you're on. You know why? I I can't hear why. Why? Because you're fucking funny. I I met um so Christine McIver is a certified facilitator in access consciousness who I met I don't know how long ago five, 3 4 years ago at a bars class that I was teaching and I 3 years ago and I I loved her right away because she was hilarious and she was funny and she was one of the only people in the class that was actually laughing she knows that this shit is funny she does not have consciousness constipation <laughs> well, not always. <laughs> not always, right? I mean, we all we all get a little constipated once in a while, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, what do you what do you know about this? Like, have you done other modalities, or have you tried to like study metaphysics and be all serious and that kind of thing? Well. You know, I, re- I didn't study any other religions. Um, we took a little bit in school. Um, I did do metaphysics, you know, spirituality. Um, and it's so interesting. I was actually having a conversation with a lovely English lady yesterday. I actually had, I had afternoon tea here in England. And it was so lovely. And, and it was, we, we, you know, inevitably got around to religion. And, and it was just very serious. Mm. And you could cut, cut cut the air with the knife. You know, immediately we were laughing about different things, and the minute it got extremely serious. And what I really noticed in that moment, and wrong or right, but what I really noticed was the moment that we went to serious. There was no space for other possibilities. There was. There was no that that's not really that's not really light for me or that's not really what works for me. That it was the wrong and the right Mm. when we're in the seriousness of it, right? And and it's like we cut out. We you just immediately begin to people are aware of when you stand so strongly in the concrete, the the seriousness, right? And some of the great times that I had laughing were trying to actually hold giggles in while I was at church. <laughs> I don't know about you. Trying to what? Pull what in? Can you say that again? Hold my giggles in. Oh. Hold my giggles in. Uh-huh. 
What were you and, asked about in church? <laughs> what wasn't I talking about? What it was, was just so, <laughs> me and my brother at yeah. school, and we were just like, something would happen, you know, somebody would fart or some silly thing, and, you know, and suddenly it was the most hilarious thing in the world, and the dirty look, you know, yeah. from the, the neighbor's family, right. and, and parents, and my parents, and like, don't laugh. And definitely don't, <clears throat> definitely don't fart. Are you kidding? You farted in church? <laughs> wow. That's not sacrilegious. I know. I'm wedding. damned to hell for sure. That's it. You're going to hell. <laughs> you farted in church. Over. <laughs> Just for your list, say, I farted. I said, because <laughs> I would never fart in church. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, because church is but a serious you, place. You know what I mean? The minute we get this, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what if, if, you know, when the children are in the church, right, and the children are, are joyful and, and happy, it's such a different energy, right? And And when we are in, when we're in this seriousness, we miss so much. And, and we mm-hmm. are constipated. Like, we're just... Mm-hmm. We're well. We're full of shit. <laughs> we are full of shit, and therefore there is no room for anything else. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's one way or the other. Period. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know. For me, it's just it's changed so much since I've lightened up about it all, and I really started to look at it from. You know, what would be fun and playful? Like one of my favorite places to be is out in nature and just even just the wind and, and the sunshine, right? And I'm in England this time. The last time I was here, it rained the whole time. And it's been sunny, Petrina, every day. And it's like spring. It's so beautiful. And and it's wow. there's just such an ease and a lightfulness and a joyfulness, you know? And, you know... I was just like, I I don't care what it takes. I'm going to enjoy myself, right? It wasn't like I was making a demand, it must be sunny. I was like, you know, it would be great if it was sunny. <laughs> but coming from that space of just like, mm. I'm, I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to be in joy. Yeah. And how much are you creating sunniness by being sunny? Like truly. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. that sounds totally cheesy. <laughs> And, and I totally get it. Yeah. But I mean, you know, if your point of view creates your reality and you're not worried about it being dark and gloomy and placing so much significance on it, and you're like, fuck that, I'm just going to be my awesome, I'm just going to rock my awesome, hilarious self. And then, you know, what shows up around you? Cool. Sunniness in London, England. I love it. Let's yeah. go to break. Okay. Okay. So you are listening to Messy Adventure. Living with myself, Katrina Fava, and my playmate, Christine McIver. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back talking more about consciousness constipation. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? 
Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, and this is Messy Adventures in Living. Today, we are talking about consciousness constipation. Lighten up. This shit is funny. Do you think that consciousness and metaphysics and spirituality has to be serious? Well, it's and actually, it probably makes you feel like shit. And <clears throat> so, um, we were going to be chatting with a guest, Katie Rubin, today, but we are still trying to connect with her. So, we are going to continue and laugh and talk about consciousness constipation. So, what? Eleanor in the chat room, sorry, so before we left, we were speaking with um, Christine McIver, who's on the line playing with us from London, England, and she is a funny, funny, funny girl, and it's one of the things that I it was er, was very quickly drawn to when I met her. Um, I met her in an Access Consciousness Bars class that I was facilitating, and sometimes these, I mean a lot in these classes, and like I said at the beginning, it's one of the things that I love about this particular modality, Access Consciousness, and if you're wondering about it, please visit accessconsciousness.com and get some information. I mean, we might laugh, wow, we might laugh, see, look at that. Might laugh. What is that energy? I was just about to say, we might laugh, but this shit changes your life. And you know the word but. The but means disregard everything I just said. So I'm going to change that and I'm going to say, we might laugh and 
totally changes your life. So it with this modality, there is a lot of joy, a lot of laughter, a lot of joking, a lot of swearing. <laughs> I, I like swearing. Um, and it totally changes your life. <laughs> hey, Christine. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Excuse me. What, you're not allowed to laugh on this show the about swearing. consciousness constipation. Yes. The swearing. I love the swearing. Yeah, the swearing. There's, I think I just I didn't swear my for most of my life, right? Like I mean, my my family never really encouraged swearing, and then um, I met my husband's family, and they freaking were swearing left, right, and center, and it was actually fun. I was like, oh god, relaxing being in this house because everybody's like just swearing all the time and there was no significance placed on it and there was no like um, serious energy about whatever words came out of your mouth <clears throat> and whatever weird shit people were saying and it was fun and it was light and and so I embraced it <laughs> and then I started to um, learn the tools of access and Gary and Dane and everybody else are saying the, some of the most crude swear words on the planet and I'm like this shit is awesome I love it <laughs> I think it's so lucky I think it's so lucky yeah um, I have to be very um, careful sometimes when I'm working in my job and I have to be aware that not everyone can hear certain swear words coming out of a nurse's mouth in a professional role so I have to be very serious <laughs> No, that's not true. I'm not serious. Joy or laughter to a hospital. What's that? I said because you wouldn't want to bring joy or right. laughter to exactly. the hospital. We wouldn't want to bring joy and laughter to the hospital, right? There's another totally serious place. Hello. In oh, my God. Exactly, Keisha, in the chat room. Not only do I work in a hospital, but I work in a pediatric unit. <laughs> and God forbid children hear swear words. My children... <laughs> these days, people apologize for swearing in front of my kids, and I'm like, yeah, it's really okay. <laughs> they hear it from me. <laughs> well, so, yeah. I was just going to say, you know, when kids and we don't make it a big deal. Exactly. They don't even know that it, there's an issue. Right. And honestly, since doing access and being around kids that are, are being in you know, the presence of people who are swearing and not making it a big deal these kids are not using these swear words like uh-huh. it's like they're aware of what words work with what and yes. I just do not see them going into this using the words they they, they check on it it's, it's just very different than when we were little don't swear so right. that nobody else was around we were swearing we didn't even oh, know what the yeah. heck we were saying yeah, exactly. And I remember as a, as a young kid even um, being really aware of like that a word is just a word because we've decided that it's a word. And like, you know, I remember really young being like, I wonder why this is called a pencil. And like, would it be different if I called it something else? And like, just I really had a sense of, you know, the word fuck is just a word. Like, it, who, why is it wrong? And yeah, when you don't, when you don't make it wrong in front of your kids and you know actually do you open up the space for them to be aware of energy because if you think of a lot of swear words how do we start talking about swear words but anyways if you if you think about words like fuck and like you know how 
truly how much energy is behind that word. And, and, and where have we decided that the energy that's behind that word is a bad one? And like, if you drop the significance around swear words, especially around kids, could you actually open up the space for them to be aware of the energy behind words? And how much does that change the way they communicate with people around them when they can actually tap into energy? rather than the words that are coming out of people's mouths. It can actually be a great gift. I'm actually really happy that I've given my children the gift of swear words. How about you, Christy? Well, I wasn't as, as aware <laughs> as a young mother as you are. Oh. Um, I told my children they couldn't swear until they were 16. Oh, okay. Well, but, I did you know, they were just 16. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's interesting. I just want to drop this in. Um, it was actually in church. At one of I really did enjoy this priest. He actually had he taught all of us kids in the class what the word "fuck" meant, uh-huh. and of course we were all shocked when he brought it up. And then he brought it up in church, and he actually said, "Can anyone can anyone here tell you tell, well you can just see all the parents' mouths just drop, oh and all the kids and, and all of us." All of our parents like immediately grabbed our arms and put our arms down, right? Like, oh, put your arms down. <laughs> and finally, he chose one person. I don't know who he chose to explain it. Oh my god, it was so funny! Wow. <laughs> he's like, I wonder what that created. Like, what it actually means is the way you mean. What it stands for is not what you're all carrying on about. Right. So, you know, it was, it, and it took a huge charge off of it for a lot of people, you know. And mm. what if we were actually to look at what the words mean, like the definition of the words, and we were to check on the energy of mm. why someone's using it, a lot more information about where they're at. Right, if exactly. We're laughing, if, if we're laughing... And we're 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 seriously going, okay, this is messed up, like I'm confused or I'm frustrated or whatever it is, like, you know, I'm trying to be conscious and I feel like an idiot. Yeah. And we can start to laugh at ourselves and really start to open up more information to come in. Sure. Because you know what, exactly. Thank you for that. And you know, when you're laughing and when you're joyful, are you constipated? like I mean, seriously think about the of constipation, right? Like tight, closed, full of shit, like occupied by shit. <laughs> you know, your body, your bowels are literally occupied by shit. And so really there actually is no space for anything else. So when you're and when you're laughing and when you're joyful, how much are your barriers down? How much are you more vulnerable? And actually I wonder are oh, there there, there, there's some energy on that for me. Like, I wonder how many people are unwilling to be joyful because they think that then they're vulnerable. That's a bad thing and they could be hurt. So um, why don't we clear that shit? So everywhere you've decided that, mm. um, like, yeah, la- like being joyful, laughing, um, playing, lightening up, um, decreases your level of awareness and actually puts you at risk of being hurt. So everything that is, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, bottom yes. puck, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. So that collection of hilarious words is called the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. Sounds like a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, but it's 
kind of like a magic wand that clears a bunch of energy when it comes up. And if you would like some more information about it, there's an entire website dedicated to its explanation, um, theclearingstatement.com. You can go and check it out. So, um, you know, when you are laughing, when you're laughing and joking and making almost making fun of yourself, um, what possibilities lie within that for you to receive more of everything? Um, you know, not just more joy, but like, what if you could? What if you could receive more money just by laughing more? You know, what if? How many possibilities could you receive just by laughing? Like, if you really just laughed. If you just did that, like if you just laughed all the time, what what could you receive? Like, could you receive changes in your body? Could you heal your body with laughter? Could you heal um, things like depression and anxiety and all those things with laughter? Could you invite more money into your life with joy and laughter um, rather than constipation? So let's take a break and come back and talk about consciousness constipation and well we'll talk more about lightening up because this shit is funny be right back do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car of course you don't are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice what if the opposite is true what if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on a2zen.fm how much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices what would you say if i told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing thousands of people all over the world have what am i talking about it's called access consciousness the bars the bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The bars is the first class in access consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S., 815-880-8255 in Canada 613-800-8736 in the UK 033-0001-0625 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm you can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at patrinafava.com now, 
Here's Katrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Trina Fava. Thanks for joining me today. Um, we are talking about consciousness constipation. Um, and if you've got it, you should probably lighten up because this shit is funny. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about me and where you can reach me if you have questions or you would like to connect with me. Um, uh, you can reach me at patrinafava.com or on social media, patrinafava. Um, and uh, you can also find this show as well as all the other replays of my shows on a Facebook page called Messy Adventures. And um, I actually also have a um, Facebook page called Access Happiness Kids Toronto because um, I like kids and I like work- working with kids a lot. And so I am really excited to share some of the tools of access with um, kids. So um, please connect with me if you have questions or if you'd like to chat or if you'd like to just call me in and laugh and talk about um, consciousness conservation. <laughs> so um, before we went to break, uh, Christine was on the line and we were talking about how we were actually we were talking a lot about swearing because um, one of the things that drew me to the tools of access was that there was so much ease with swearing and so much joy and so much laughter and I thought awesome that it wasn't this serious um, you know, method of changing your life and so it you know what if what if laughing and swearing and joking and being silly is actually what changes your life um and i mean i'm not trying to make other modalities wrong at all but when you look at a lot of spirituality and metaphysics out there there's a lot of seriousness and a lot of like especially if you look at religion um you know be serious don't laugh in church take this seriously um you know get on your knees suffer pray and is that what changes the world, or does laughter change the world? Do your smiles change the world? Um, does joy change the world? I mean, truly, we know that there are studies that are done on human on human cells that show that our cells actually change when we're laughing and when we're happy. So, um, and speaking of kids, actually, what I wanted to talk about was, you know, how much are kids aware of of energy? And did you ever did you ever when you were a kid um, at the worst, like at the most, at those times that were judged not laughable. Like, have you ever laughed at somebody's funeral, or have you ever, um, like, ever laughed or smiled when somebody told you they died? Right? What is, isn't that like? And then, and then you're like, oh my god, like, I'm horrible. <laughs> I just laughed at a funeral. But you know, actually, what are you aware of, and is that your awareness of the energy, and? you know, how much significance of sadness is placed on death when, you know, actually if we change our point of view about it and is it possible that the energy, like, so is it possible that the energy of the being that's died is in the room and that being is laughing because it's been released from its body and maybe it was really suffering in the body and now that being has been released and it's actually quite joyful and so you perceive that and you laugh. So... Anywhere you have made yourself wrong for that or decided that something was wrong with you because you are laughing at the most ridiculous times like like in church or God forbid at a funeral just trying to create all that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond school. So, you know, and kids do this, right? Like kids just laugh at, at the at the quote unquote wrong times and what if it's not wrong and what if we we're grateful for all the times that we 
um, could laugh and and open the space for a different possibility. Oh, you know, clear the shit from the you know, clear the shit and release the constipation just by by laughing. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm laughing. You know, I am laughing. I'm laughing because my host Katie Rubin is not on the show, and this is the first time this has happened, and I am just talking shit out of my mouth <laughs> about about. Consciousness, constipation. Ah, yeah, I have to laugh, right? What am I going to do? How can I get serious? Isn't that funny? I can't get serious on a show about consciousness, constipation. <laughs> ah, my guest didn't show up, so I can't connect with my guest. Cool. How does it get better than this? <laughs> okay. So what else? Let's talk about. Um, I had something that I wanted to say, and now it is gone. So we can talk about money. You guys want to talk about money? And joy. Let's talk about money and joy. Oh, I know what I want to talk about. Let's talk about money and joy, and then we'll talk about the thing I want to talk about if it doesn't escape my brain. So, is money funny? <laughs> Thanks, Keisha. Is is money funny? <laughs> funny money, like play money. So, you know, does in, within Access there's kind of a, a tool. So, Access is a modality that um, gives you tools that you can use to change your life, and and the idea is that if you um, well, there's this tool that, that says, or this idea that money follows joy. And so if you're being uptight about money, and ooh, look at all the words around um, being tight with your money that actually relate to constipation. So, um, you know, how much have you ever said, like, oh, my God, they're such a tight ass with their money, <laughs> right? So um, being a tight ass with money, oh, yeah, a tight wad, um uh, yeah like and does that actually invite money or you know is it possible that joy is what literally invites money money comes to the party of joy not to the party of constipation you want to go to a party where people were constipated or that you knew that you could catch somebody else's constipation <laughs> okay so what i wanted to talk about actually was that um Katie Rubin is a comedian who actually um, is also an access consciousness bars and well, she's a bars facilitator. And when I connected with her on Facebook and I started to watch some of her videos, what I loved about what she does is that she talks about spirituality with such incredible ease, but not ease. like she's like cool. She's like a cool chick. And she knows how to say things in such a way that makes spirituality or consciousness, which can be seen as a little bit weird and a little bit woo-woo, actually really fucking funny. And she makes it really um, sound cool. Like she's just like this cool chick talking about, you know, makeup and nail polish and consciousness. And so when I, I look at that and I think, and I, and I go, cool, like how can I invite some of that? into my life and how can I change, you know, what I'm, what my, the energy of invitation, because what, for me, when I watch her videos and when I listen to her, I'm so drawn to that ease. It was what initially drew me to access, right? Like that, that ease with, hey man, this shit is funny. Fucking lighten up. You don't have to be so serious. And so I look at it and I'm wondering for any of you who are listening who are bars or um, access facilitators or if you're, you know, interested in spreading 
happiness or spreading some principles of some spiritual modality or some spiritual ideas that you have, if you are interested in sharing those with people or, you know, being that energy, but it's, you know, how much have you tried and it sounds really wonky or sounds really woo-woo or you're really aware of how people are looking at you going, what the fucking, and like, I'm sorry, but I can't, that is just weird and I'm not interested. Whereas if you could talk about consciousness with such humor and such lightness and such ease, how much more of an invitation is it if you just really lowered your barriers and just spoke um, to the energy of what people can hear, um, which for the most part is joy. You know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, although we we seem to have this idea that spirituality has to be serious, I, I don't think that most people reject joy outright. I mean, I, I think sometimes we do um, on a subconscious level, but I mean, how much of an invitation is joy and how much of an invitation is not, it's not just joy. Like if you, if you watch Katie and how she talks about this stuff, it's not only joy. It's, it's, it's laughter and sarcasm and just this energy of like, hey, I'm cool like you and I'm going to just make fun and I'm just going to like make fun of spiritual people. It is truly such an invitation. I really love it. Um, uh, Keisha in the chat room is just saying, I love that she finds and or brings out the funny from her vulnerability rather than making fun of something or someone. Yeah, and yeah, it is playful. Um it's not yes, thank you for that. It isn't she's it's not that she's making fun, but she is she is vulnerable and funny at the same time. And um you know, I watched one of her TED talks just the other day, uh, like many years ago, and I didn't even know before that that actually she had been suffering from um a lot of depression and and I it's really interesting how a lot how she used humor to change that in her life. So, you know, where are you trying so hard to look for the hard way, to look for the difficult path? Um, how much have we learned that suffering is the path to enlightenment? Um, that I mean, I did as a kid for sure. Um, I actually remember praying for something that I wanted so badly and I purposely like stayed on my knees to pray for I don't know an hour and let my knees hurt because I believed that if I suffered the way Jesus suffered because I remember hearing that like you know Jesus got nailed to a cross so you can stay on your knees for an hour um, and that's the path to enlightenment so everywhere you've decided that the path to enlightenment is is hard and is is suffering that the path to enlightenment is actually suffering can you destroy and create all of that right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds and what if i mean what is enlightenment a but what if the path to happiness is happiness like it, what if there's no path? What if there's just choice? What if the path to happiness is laughter? You know, what if the what if the path to having laughter is laughter? <laughs> so um, everywhere you have rejected 
laughter and joy and silliness and um, just vulnerability and expansiveness with laughter. Everywhere you've rejected that in favor of serious, constipated spirituality. Can you just write a great all that? <laughs> right, wrong. Good, bad, bottom, bog, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Yeah, um, Eleanor, thank you. Maybe because people suffered so many years ago, we think we do too, or we think we have to too. Um, yeah, yeah, because we look at, it's interesting that we look at the people who suffered and then became enlightened rather than looking at people who never suffered and are still happy. Like, you know, we're, I mean, we bought the lie that if you've been happy your whole life, then you can't learn. There's not, nothing valuable to learn. Um, you know, without suffering, life is nothing. Without suffering, you can't learn anything. Um, if you, if you, if you don't have suffering, then you can't know the value of happiness. So everywhere you've decided that if you don't know suffering, you can't know happiness. Can you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine shorts, supposed to be honest. Myself wrong for that when I was a kid too because, um, you know, my parents divorced when I was seven and I remember thinking to myself like, wow, like I'm not fucked up. I would, I'd be like, I was really aware that people around me were like, I don't know, worried or expecting me to be like not coping or not fucked up and I wasn't. I'm like, I don't know, I'm good. Like, yeah, I mean, my dad is not really in my life but actually I have a lot of, like I lived with my grandparents and my aunt and my mom and my brother and we were happy and we had stuff and we had friends and I wasn't fucked up. Like, and I remember thinking like, is something wrong? Like, how come I'm happy? But like, what is, so everywhere you were made wrong because you had an easy, happy life and you had no suffering and you're just happy because, well, you should, you should feel bad about that because you don't know suffering. So, you know, your life is not valuable. Can you just try to create all that? Right, on goodbye, pop, pop, all right, trust, boys and beyonds. Um, suffering is kind of like honoring the past gods. Thank you, Eleanor. Suffering is kind of like honoring the past gods. That's kind of interesting. I wonder what gods we're honoring. So are you honoring the demons of your Are you honoring your demons? Like, are you honoring all those things in your closet? Um, all those things that you keep hidden that you think are wrong? Are how much are you honoring your demons by keeping spirituality serious or be keeping anything serious and by not laughing? So, you know, how much does not laughing keep your demons nicely packed in their boxes? So maybe we could tell those demons to get out of here and go back to where they came from and don't come back. So um, let's take a break. <laughs> You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Katrina Fava. And we're about, actually, we were just talking about demons. Who knew? <laughs> um, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? 
Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I am your host, Petrina Fava, and this is Messy Adventures in Living, Consciousness, Constipation, Oh, Life. This shit is funny. Now, we were talking before we went to break um, about uh, one of our um, playmates in the chat room said, what did you say? I'm going to say it again. Uh, suffering is kind of like honoring past God. So, you know, what comes up for you when you hear that? Suffering and gods. Um, you know what comes up for me is cults. <laughs> so, like, do you get that energy of, like, cult ritualistic you know is that really what you will what you would like to choose so you know everywhere that you've decided there's some connection to spirituality and you know cultism and you know demons and that if you laugh at it those will be summoned which is i think interestingly what i put um in my description of the show um you know there's some weird energy around laughing at God, and you know how many TV shows have you watched about cults and demons and like, you know, don't you laugh at them? And you know, what if laughter is actually what would chase away all of your demons? So, you know, what demons do you have in your life um, that are are haunting you? Like, what's in your closet? What are all the things that you think are wrong about you? And you know, by getting serious and having consciousness constipation, are you actually sending those demons packing? Or are you keeping them neatly in your box by by um, staying constipated and, like, by not laughing? Because there is this, for me anyways, there is this weirdness around laughing at God, like laughing at Jesus. I actually, I was Googling a picture, like images to, to put to my Facebook event for this radio show, and I actually saw some, like, image of Jesus and some, like, very, uh, a quote that was, like, making fun. And it was, I really could perceive a very weird, like, sacrilegious energy. So, you know, what I, uh, we're coming to the last, three minutes of the show and I just wanted to leave with you like where did you buy the idea that 
laughing at God is sacrilege and would actually invoke evil. And, you know, you, you know, what if that's just like some, almost like a, a ploy to keep that in place? And, you know, what if the, your greatest power is actually your laughter? So, like, what if the greatest power against your demons and all of those things that you think are wrong about you is not serious prayer and serious meditation? Like, what if it's laughter? What if laughter actually kills all that are locked in your closet, all the demons that you're keeping tightly wrapped up in your shoebox? Um, you know, what if you could put like pink tutus on them and, and, and tie bows in their hair. I mean, sometimes when my kids get 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 um, scared at night, I'll I'll say to them, you know those scary monsters under your bed? What if you, like, dress them up in pink tutus and put pink ribbons in their hair and, like, put really hilarious makeup on their eyes? Like, do you think they would like that? And then they laugh, and it dispels that that funky scary. It's like, dress up dress up the monster, play dress up with them and put them in a pink tutu and, and tell them to go back home. So um, I invite you to play with that and to really um, to lighten up and look at all the places where you are getting really serious in your life in an attempt to be happy and using spirituality or using consciousness and getting really tight and serious about it, trying really hard to get it right when actually your laughter, your joy is what could expand you and expand your life and open the po this possibility for space because when you're constipated, there is no space. <laughs> you are literally full of shit. There is no space. So, um, <laughs> so I would invite you to play and just laugh more and look for all the places, ask the universe to show you, um, show, universe, show me laughter today, show me joy. So thank you so much for joining me today on Messy Adventures in Living. Please join me again next week where uh, our topic is actually about uh, medical treatment versus alternative or something like that. Check my page, Messy Adventures in Living. It will be posted there. Thank you, and I am looking forward to playing with you again next week. Go laugh, people! Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all. <laughs>